0: Hope everyone had a uh, great holiday weekend. Um, we're excited to be back on campus. Uh, unfortunately, uh, probably a dozen or so of our guys were un- unable to get out of Fargo due to the weather that we had this weekend. So some plans were adjusted. Some, some trips were, were canceled in, uh, in lieu of Mother Nature. But uh, uh, the, the entire team's back in Fargo, and we're excited to get going and uh, look forward to the opportunity to, to get down to Frisco. Uh, with that, I'll open it up for questions.
1: Chris Heidel. Hey, Coach. It's Chris Heidel from Hermitage Radio in Baltimore. Congratulations on making it again and this year. Uh, What do you guys got to do against South Dakota State? They kind of controlled your run game the last time. So, what do you guys have to do to get that run game established? Because that's how you get the uh, the offense rolling.
0: Well, you know, I think probably a a multifaceted answer there. Uh, We need to be able to throw the football uh, effectively uh, and efficiently during the course of the game. Uh, you know, And uh, SDSU does a great job in, in, in their quarters coverage. Those safeties are going to get down into the run game and, and be a factor in it uh, and, and going to tighten themselves down to the line of scrimmage. And So if you can't win on the perimeter, uh, it gets difficult to, to be able to run the football. And they, they force you to become one-dimensional. Uh, and so we're going to have to find ways uh, on the perimeter, um, out of the backfield, whatever it might be, to win some one-on-one matchups at different times.
1: And then, real quick about your quarterback, how you know? Just talk about your quarterback. You seem like every year you get somebody brand new who knows the offense, and it seems like everything's clicking at the same time. What do you? What? let talk about his development as a quarterback. And have you had anybody from these years past, like Winston, all those people, that talk to him?
0: Uh you know, I'll, I'll answer your second question first. He's had quite a bit of interaction with uh, Carson Easton, Trey, Trey Lance. Um, you know, and that's one of the, the you know unique things, special things uh, about NDSU is a lot of our former players tend to come back quite often. And so uh, Cam's had a, a lot of interaction with those guys. And uh, he was actually here in the fall of 20 with uh, Trey. And so I had an opportunity to kind of learn from him a little bit, see how he game planned. Uh, and I think a lot of that carried over into how Cam preps right now. Um, you know, But Cam's done a tremendous job, uh, kind of got forced into the – uh, into action early in the spring of 21, uh, you know, was less than a year out of high school football, and all of a sudden found himself being a starting starting quarterback for NDSU, and has continued to grow and develop. Understands what we're doing offensively, uh, has great command of the of the huddle, has great command of our of our verbiage and terminology, uh, and, I, and I anticipate he's only going to continue to get better. He is a very intrinsically motivated young man, uh, self starter. Uh, son of a high school football coach who was very um, successful, and I think yeah, you, you see that drive in Cam every day when he comes to the facility. Thanks, Chris. Congratulations. Thank you, Craig Haley. Coach, thank you for the time. As opposed to the uh, incarnate
1: word game, word uh, game, you know that that's a new opponent, more or less. This is a familiar opponent. What's what's different in, in preparation, mindset, mindset, the game itself? In those two scenarios,
0: it comparing Incarnate Word and, and South Dakota, just a,
1: a new opponent versus a familiar opponent.
0: Well, I, I don't know if there's a lot of dif- differences in our preparation. Uh, we feel like we have kind of a uh, a process to it. Uh, of course, with you know with Incarnate Word and a team that you've never played, uh, there are some things that. Uh, you want to make sure that you can transition to during the course of the game the tempo. Um, can, can you emulate it? Uh, you, you don't necessarily know the the competition level because you haven't played in that league before, or there's no similar opponents here. You know some of those things are are eliminated, especially when it's an opponent that you've played two months ago. Uh, we understand South Dakota State's a very well coached, very talented football team on both sides of the football and special teams, and uh, they're they're going to play unbelievably hard. Uh, you know, Coach Stegelmeyer's done a, an outstanding job with this group, and uh, you, you see their talent level, and, and, and we're going to have to have a great, you know, last ten, eleven days of preparation uh, for us to be successful.
1: Does the re- does South Dakota State's recent success, you know, weigh into you know the everybody's thinking as opposed to some of the teams you, you've rolled over in Frisco?
0: Uh, you know, I don't think so. I think we're, 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 try, we're, we're attempting to go about it the same way we have the previous uh, number of years that we've been down there and uh, focusing on ourselves right now, making sure that we can be the best version of the Bison when we, when we arrive in Frisco. Thank you.
1: Luciano? Hey, coach, I hope you're doing well and thanks for your time. You bet. Given that you have already faced them this season and the health status for different players won't be the same and you have three weeks to prepare for this game, how differently do you prepare this one compared to your previous matchup in the regular
0: season? Well, I think you, you look to see how things have changed. Uh, are they doing anything differently than maybe they were early October to mid-October? Um, you, know, you, you have a pretty good grasp of, of who they are from a personnel standpoint. Uh, are there any injuries? Are there any things that are adjusting uh, personnel? But, you know, number one thing, we have to make sure that whatever game plan we have offensively and defensively, we need to be able to execute it at a high level. Uh, and so, uh, you know, these three weeks are going to be critical as far as g- installing a game plan, having some other uh, maybe what if scenarios prepared for. Uh, it does give you a little bit of a chance, having three weeks to expand. Uh, your game plan, but also have some alternatives or or some different things prepared for some unusual uh, circumstances or situations that come up in a game. Luciano, did you have a second question? Yeah, sorry, if I may. How much of an impact do you think the difference
1: in experience at this stage between the two teams might have in this game?
0: Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I'm sure uh, there's a, a lot of their players uh, on the current roster at, at South Dakota State uh, experienced the spring of 21 national championship game. Uh, so I think both teams probably have uh, very similar numbers of, of young men that have, have been to Frisco, have experienced uh, playing in Toyota Stadium, and, 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 and gone through this process before. So I, I don't know if uh, experience, having experience playing in the game will, will uh, affect the outcome. Zach McKenna. Great,
1: thanks. How you doing, Coach? Um, injuries at the running back spot has been a big thing for you guys uh, uh, across the late latter part of the season. Can you yep. speak a little bit about Kobe Johnson's ability to step up in big moments and big-time games throughout the playoff run?
0: Well, you know, I've, I've, I've been a huge fan of Kobe ever since he's arrived on campus. Uh, played for us as a true freshman back in 2019 and has continued to improve – uh, understand can be an every down back for us. Uh, early in his career, was probably an early down back only. Um, you know, is running about as, as as physical and as strong as he he has in his career. Uh, I think there's still things we can continue to utilize him with, and that's out of the backfield. Uh, but you know, I'd be lying to you if I said I was shocked because of his success uh, when we saw Kobe coming out of Discovery High School out of Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, you know what we're seeing is what we thought we would get. He's a tremendous athlete, great young man, um, and, and has been a huge part of our leadership uh, throughout this season.
1: And then in the secondary, Dawson Weber has made some huge plays. Two interceptions in the last playoff game. Can You speak to how your secondary has been able to make opportunistic plays when when you when you guys needed it most at the end of games.
0: Well, you know, I'm, some of that I'm gonna I'm gonna chalk up just to consistency and, and being in the right place. Uh, understanding the calls, uh, uh, Michael, or excuse Michael Tutsey, Dawson Weber, Destin Talbert, Jaden Price, even Courtney Eubanks, all have played a lot of football for us. And uh, Coach Morgan, Coach Braun, uh, Coach Walker do a tremendous job of putting together game plans. That enabled those four or five young men to play at a high level. Even Dom Jones, uh, uh, you know, a junior right now for us. So uh, excited about where we're at. We're making plays when we can. Uh, We're keeping the ball in front of us. We're staying on top of routes and not giving up, uh, you know, the deep ball. And and hopefully we can continue that as we move forward.
1: Thank you, coach. Jeff Kolpak.
0: Hey, Matt. uh, How much uh, have you changed at all, your three week layoff
1: schedule over the years? And how much do you rely on Jim Cramer for that?
0: Well, you know, it it all depends kind of on the on the dates of the semifinal game. Uh, I I I can think for instance, two thousand nineteen. I think Christmas was midweek that week. We let our kids go immediately, came back and had two and a half weeks. So a lot of it depends on on the holidays. Uh, Jim is a, a critical part of of. Are getting back into playing shape getting black, returning to football uh, for some injured players but also our, our our young player development doesn't never stops and I think that's something that uh, you can't put a price tag on or these extra you know 10 practices that we might have over the course of winter camp uh, and so J- Jim's a, a huge part of this he's been part of of, of all of the runs and uh, lean on him a, a, a ton uh, to help us put together the logistics of what our three weeks look like.
1: You're approaching top five all time wins at NDSU for head coach. What's that mean to you?
0: First time anyone has ever told me that. So um, I don't know if uh, I guess I'm too concerned about it right now. I'm, I'm, I'm more concerned about trying to win the next one. Um, you know, maybe that's something we can have a conversation with after the season's over.
1: Cody Malk, uh, out of your top three pro prospects, Cody Malk uh, is the last one standing, so to speak. Um, describe that process and losing Noah and losing Hunter Lipke.
0: Well, you know, anytime you lose anybody, it doesn't matter if they're a pro prospect or not. Uh, that's part of the game that. Uh... That makes you sick, and then that you never want to see. Doesn't matter if it's a a, a true freshman or a, a sixth-year senior. Uh, you want to make sure guys have an opportunity to fulfill their dream, fulfill their goals and ambition, be with their teammates while they're out there on the field. Uh, you know, to see a guy like Noah and you know Noah, who really was was banged up from the get-go, uh, had surgery this summer, just never really was able to come back. Kind of fought through a couple games. Uh, and and made a decision that uh, he needed to have a secondary uh, surgery on his ankle uh, and then just kind of a freak injury with Hunter, uh, just extremely unfortunate. Uh, Those guys have been with us every minute along the way, helping coach young guys, Joe Stoffel, Truman Warmeyer, uh, young guys that are reaping the benefits of their experience uh, of course, we wish those guys were with us. But um, it, it's still great to have some 60-year guys that are providing great leadership, not only on game day, but also throughout the week.
1: And finally, can you imagine life without an indoor facility to practice?
0: <laughs> I, last week, I wouldn't want to imagine it. But we would have had to found a way, I guess. But um, we'd have been wherever we could have. It, it would have been quite unique. I know this weekend or this week would have been nearly impossible with, uh, I think the Fargo Dome has some events going on in it right now as well. Uh it 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 would have created some some logistical nightmares.
1: Okay, thank you. Yep. Mike McFeely. Hey Matt, um Jacks are gonna have Tucker Kraft this time around. Uh he did not play in the dome uh, earlier this season. What what is that what challenges that pr- present for your defense uh compared to last time?
0: Well, another big time weapon that they have, big physical kid that is uh, great at the point of attack, runs well. They utilize him in the pass game, in the screen game. Uh, does a little bit of everything for him. I think I've even seen him carry the ball uh, on, on some either like rocket or, or power sweep looks. Um, another Another athlete, another skill body, we're going to have to try to find ways to uh, to limit his his production, um, which I know uh, is easier said than done. Uh, like I said, he, there's a reason why uh, he's a big time pro prospect for South Dakota State, and I'm sure a lot of NFL teams are are excited about what he brings to to the table.
1: Cam Miller is uh, is 0 for three against SDSU. Um, how have you felt he's played in in the previous games against them, and and was he have to do different maybe this time to to maybe change the the outcome.
0: Well, I, you know, I, I just go back to the most recent game, you know, cam played really well early. Uh, we got out of sorts a little bit offensively late in the game. We need to continue to have great success and put ourselves in a situation where we can stay ahead of the chains and, and find ways to convert third down and, and try to keep their explosive offense off the field. But uh, I, I think Cam's done a great job so far in the limited number of practices we've had of kind of, of keeping his, his head down, putting his horse blinders on, and just staying focused on the things that he can impact, and that's uh, our success offensively. Both
1: uh, you and South Dakota State uh, are building or have built programs the old fashioned way, even in the the era of the transfer portal. And I know that we've talked about this a lot, but I think you guys have, I think, five transfers in the roster. I think the Jacks have seven. Can you just address that, that it's your your two kind of old fashioned programs here?
0: Well, it's good to see. Uh, It's refreshing. And I know uh, I believe it was before our game earlier in October. Uh, Coach Stegelmeyer and I kind of both uh, chuckled uh, about the transfer portal and I think NIL at the time and just how things have changed uh, in college football and and more importantly over the more recent three to four years, it's been uh, a very fast uh, and and accelerated change uh, in college football. But, uh, you know, you see two programs that are still committed to recruiting high school uh, athletes, uh, recruiting untapped potential, be willing to recruit untapped potential, uh, finding big, long athletes that uh, are, you know, that we're going to utilize and, and put into what we think are great strength programs and, and see what comes out. Uh, hardworking blue collar kids uh, seem to do really well at both these programs.
1: Last one. Um, speaking of transfers, Luke Salento transferred to you a couple of years ago, hasn't played much, yep. but he's stuck around and he's, he's playing in a second national or will be with you for a second national championship game. Just talk a little bit about Luke sticking it out for a couple of years and and really not seeing much action.
0: Right. You know, uh, Luke came to us kind of uh, in a moment where we had a kind of a thin spot on a roster. Uh, Luke was an all-conference player in the Pioneer League at San Diego. Uh, We had some familiarity with the program just due to the fact that they uh, do some things from a similar standpoint or – Structurally, offensively, uh, Luke came out here, and it was a tough. T- you know, that was during COVID that we recruited him. Um, couldn't have him on a visit. Kind of had to do everything virtually. Uh, and, and Luke's been unbelievable. Come to practice every day. Uh, Mike, as you know, we always have our end of the season senior talks final week of the final week of the regular season. And and one of the greatest comments that I'll ever remember is is is, is Luke brought up to his teammates that. I wish I could have been a a bison my whole career. And, uh, you know, that's a guy who's been here for two years, but, um, you know, the green and yellow have have sunk in deep to him and he's appreciated his experience and has has really filled a huge role for us uh, over the last two years. Thank you. You bet.
1: I'm just a couple minutes left with Coach Hens. I'm going to skip down to Zach Borg for the next question. Zach? Uh, Coach. Honestly, you got here in 2014. I know that was the uh, yeah that playoff classic with SDSU that year. But otherwise, from basically 2010 to 2015, games were pretty one-sided in NDsu's favor. Whereas, is, how has is this pro, how has this series gotten so much closer? Where have they kind of, I guess, I, for lack of a better word, caught up with you with your program over the years?
0: Well, I guess. My experience, I don't know if I ever remember it not being close games uh, going back through just doing a real quick uh, mental inventory of every time we've played South Dakota State. Uh, You know, I think it's... They've they've consistently been one of the top teams in our league. Uh, They've consistently had excellent players down there. You go through the, the, I mean, I can think of multiple running backs, uh, wide receivers, tight ends, offensive linemen, D linemen, uh, you know, DNs that have played in the NFL. So uh, it's never been a lack of talent. Uh, I think it's always a highly contested football game and and two teams that are very familiar with one another. Uh, You know, right now they're they're playing at a high level, a ton of confidence, uh, and I think that they, they. they have that mojo going because they've beaten the bison a couple years uh or a couple times in a row now craig haley coach you always uh talk about the next man up and
1: and given all the injuries your team has had this year have you had to work on the psyche of this team as as the injuries have mounted
0: well you know the one thing that that i've tried to probably adjust a little bit craig is Human nature's to always talk about the negative things first, uh, and to have a long laundry list of them. Uh, I've kind of taken the other approach with this group. Uh, one, because still we're relying on a lot of young players to give us extremely valuable snaps and. Uh, I've tried to take the approach of let's talk about the value, but let's talk about the positive things that happen during the course of the game. Sometimes the, those things are, are kind of brushed under the rug. Even in a victory, uh, you don't talk enough about some of the, the positive things. And so I've taken that approach with this group, uh, probably slightly different than I would have a year ago at this time. Uh, 2021, we had a very veteran. Uh, a group that can handle the honest, not that this group can't handle the truth, but I think they need to hear that there's some good things going on, Uh, maybe even when there's moments where we haven't played very well. Uh, At the end of the day, it's all about wins and losses, and we found ways to win collectively, and that's what's important to me. Thank you, you, Coach. You bet.
1: take our last question for Coach Enz from Dom Izzo. Dom? Matt, I'm just interested. You know, you've been part of all these games since 2014, College Game Day, the postseason. Does this seem inevitable that this was kind of the the last the last time to to meet up would be for the championship game between South Dakota State and NDSU?
0: Well, there's probably some people out there that are shocked that it hasn't happened before. Um, you know, there's, there's again, it goes back to my comment earlier on just the uh, when when you look at two programs that have been, I mean very equally uh, competitive to one another over the course of, since I've been here in 2014, um, you know it it probably is a shock. Uh, Some of it has to do with pairing. Some of it has to do with with injuries or things that are uncontrollable um, to to either program. But uh, it it probably was just a matter of time that this this matchup was going to happen down in Texas. Speaking of injuries, how are you feeling there health-wise going (laughs) in with
1: the guys that? Missed the game, they're progressing, practicing now. I know you got back yesterday to start practicing.
0: Uh, we're, we're, we're doing, I, I hate to use this word, but we're fine right now, meaning <laughs> we still have some work to be done. Uh, I was hoping we'd be farther along than where we are right now. And uh, maybe that was me just trying to be overly positive.